How far will God's love take us? To what impossible heights of union and friendship are we being called to? Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on February 23rd for the 7th Sunday in Ordinary Time, 10.30 a.m. Mass at Ascension Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. As always, thank you for listening. Enjoy. Who here has yet to have an enemy strike you? Maybe not physically, even though we do at times get into physical altercations, but who here hasn't been hurt, struck physically, emotionally, spiritually, been betrayed, been derided, uh, dehumanized, degraded? Who here hasn't uh, been hurt by someone else whom we can and perhaps do consider an enemy? I would imagine that all of us here Some may have to dig a little deeper to remember or recall someone who has hurt us, who we, uh, if we saw walking through these doors, would have a negative gut reaction to. All of us have those people in our lives. If we've reached the age of reason and recognize that we are capable of sinning, we also recognize the capacity of others to sin against us. I, too, as well. There are a few people who, if they came walking through those doors, I'm not entirely sure what I would say. But, in all charity, we do hope and prevail. We do try, uh, desire, to do what Christ asks us to do. And he is asking us to do something difficult today. He is taking it that much further. The book of Leviticus tells us to love our neighbors. That, at times, can be difficult enough. Love your neighbor. Christ is taking it to that next level. Love your enemies. Fairness, justice, tells us that we should be able uh, to exact an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. That is what the world tells us is justice. It's what is due to us. And don't get me wrong, don't get Christ wrong, he's not saying that what has been done to hurt us is okay by any means. Christ would never say that uh, those who uh, tortured him and killed him were doing what was good, but he forgave them anyways. And so for those of you sitting here who think of someone that has hurt you very deeply and left you wounded, It's not to say that that is okay, but Christ is wanting us to walk outside the confines of that wound, to get out of the um, cycle of, of ruminating on that which has been done to us, to set us free both from our own sinful ways, but also from the things that have been done to us. We all have someone in our lives that has hurt us. I hope by now you've brought to mind someone. You can add people to the list. But for the rest of Mass, you have to at least keep that one person. Whoever it was that first came to your mind as to who has hurt you, who is your enemy. In fact, the, the, the very command to love your enemies presupposes that you have an enemy. 
Christ doesn't deny this reality, this, this conflict that happens when human beings are in uh, connection with one another. We do have uh, people who have hurt us, and there is the reality that someone else might be thinking of you right now. Mike's thinking of me, by the way. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what he gets for sitting, uh, always sitting right here. You, I ask you your birthday. I ask you, yeah. We all have someone. We all have someone who we could go that next step to forgive them, to love them as Christ has commanded us. And it, my sisters and brothers, loving your neighbor, loving your enemy is not simple. It's not easy. It's not meant to just be like, oh, well, okay. I think that especially in our recent news, in our, in our local community, the actions of, of one particular individual has left a lot of people wondering how to move on. Two families uh, that have been uh, severely impacted and then the friends and family uh, from there. What, how are we to, to forgive, to love, someone who is able to do so much damage to so many people. How are we to love our enemies? It is the process in which Christ is pulling our hearts open. And that is not gentle. It is painful. To have our hearts expanded is a process that will be painful, that is difficult that I think of how at the, the birth of a child, truly at the conception of the child, but certainly, definitely at the, the birth of a child, a mother's love is not then divided amongst her children. It is expanded. Her heart, the heart of the father, the heart of the rest of the family, is called upon to be pulled open further, to love even more childbirth and the stretching, the, the, the process of, of loving more is not easy. It's not painless. And so we step forward in that with the confidence that Christ is with us. It's not easy. It's not fair. You can sit there and say, well, Father, you don't know what this person has done to me. And that's true. That's very true. Again, to reiterate, what has been done to you is not okay. It is that Christ is calling us to take the next step. It's not fair. It's not easy. It, in fact, is, frankly, impossible. Just like the last line of our gospel, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. It is, sisters and brothers, impossible. It's not fair. We shouldn't have to do this. We shouldn't be called to love even our neighbors, or and especially not our friends or our, our enemies. I mean, how impossible is it? And yet, it is there. It is impossible for you and for me, but all things are possible with God. It's a process of letting Christ begin to help us love as He loves. It is often said after a difficult, emotional, tragic breakup between a couple that um, one or the other may say something to the effect of, I cannot 
or they cannot learn to love another until I, they learn to love themselves. I cannot learn to love another until I learn to love myself. And not to get sentimental or, or mushy, it's not a, 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 a sentimental love, it's a sacrificial love that we are called to love with. And so to take it the next step further, I wonder if we might consider that to love another, we must first love ourselves, and to love ourselves, we must first know how God loves us, how perfectly and sacrificially God loves us to the point of being betrayed and abused and broken himself, and to forgive those enemies as well. It is impossible, but have no fear, for we do not do it alone. We are being stretched, being prepared to spend an eternity with that person, whoever that person is for you. And if I failed to mention, you may not have even met that person. To throw the doors open even wider, that person for you may be a talking head on TV, a politician, an actor, someone, anyone, who you have found yourself despising. We are called as Christians to love our enemy and to prepare our hearts, be stretched in such a way that we desire to spend eternity with that person. Christ does not call us to something that's easy or uh, typical, but something that is challenging because God wants to bring us that far into that great love. So let us, as we prepare for Lent, the season of fasting, prayer, and almsgiving, to learn to love our neighbors as we are called, to learn to love our enemies as we are called, to learn to love ourselves as we are called, ultimately, as God loves us all. you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.